Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Dory Shafrir. Hello, Dory. I'm Kate Spencer. Hello, Kate Spencer. We are not experts. Nope, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about the serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Please remember, we're not experts. We're just podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or a mental health professional as needed. And if you'd like to reach us, our voicemail and text number is 781-591-0390, and our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. That is true, Dory. And here's where else you can find us. On reddit.com slash r slash forever35. That's the forever35 subreddit. You can visit our website at forever35podcast.com where we link to things we talk about on the show. 
You can follow us on Twitter at Forever 35 Pod and Instagram at Forever 35 Podcast and on Facebook in the Forever 35 Facebook group where the password is serums. All those things are true. Kate? Yes, Dory. You pointed out that this episode is airing on basically the one-year anniversary of Quar. <sighs> yep. yep a do. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Pretty wild. You know, like the start of this quarantine experience is very clear in my brain because my daughter's birthday is March 15th and Mm. everything basically shut down on, I think it was Friday, March 13th. Mm -hmm. Um, I think if that's correct, I think I have the date exactly right. You know, like the school sent out the email that we were going to be closed for a few weeks and um, Mm -hmm. we were supposed to go to Universal Studios and that closed and everything, you know, it was like all the things just started, even though I had been kind of prepping for a few weeks, it really like it became real that about a year ago, like real in that, like we were home from this day on (laughs) and have been. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I'm kind of, I know like we've talked about this leading up to this time and I know this date is not set in stone for every person. Everyone has kind of their different beginning to this experience. Um, But, you know, I'm kind of just feeling, I'm feeling a lot of grief about like a year later, I'm, I'm just thinking about the people who didn't survive this mm-hmm. pandemic. Um, whether that be because of the actual illness of COVID or because of the way it's reverberated with the job market and housing and everything. You know, I just, I, it's, you know, I'm, it's like this mixture of like sincere grief, you know, and I'm yeah. like, you know, my friends who have lost family members and friends, like, and and now seeing people get vaccinated and how that gives me hope and it's like great hope. Like my dad is fully vaccinated, my stepmom. But then there's just also this feeling of like not everybody got to this place. And oh, I know we're still not out of the woods, but just that kind of that kind of grief that and sorrow of like I'm so grateful we're here, but I, I, I don't I'm I don't know. We're still here. Here's what guess what it is like. And sorry to kind of start this episode on a real downer of a note, but I'm processing this stuff in real time. But, you know, so my mom died of cancer and and she uh, was diagnosed and then died nine months later. And after she died, I was like still processing the fact that she even had cancer, much, much less had died. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, yeah, I couldn't process it all at the same time. And that's a little bit what it feels like right now where I'm kind of like, still in my brain unraveling and understanding what we are going through and have gone through. And it, it's, it's, I think it's going to take us a while, you know, and like, I'm not even on the front lines of this thing. I'm home in my office. Yeah. You know, like, and so I just am kind of, I don't know. I think I'm finally starting to touch on a lot of my feelings about this experience. And so, you know, we had had listeners, reach out about how to commemorate it. And I think for me, what I've decided to do is to make a financial donation to um, a community fridge that's in my neighborhood. I feel like I've, I've learned a lot about mutual aid this year and community, especially very, not just like specific to Los Angeles, but to my specific part of Los Angeles. And um, I really want to just support my neighbors 
So I'm going to make a donation to my local community fridge. And I think that's how I'm going to commemorate this year, the end of this year and the beginning of the next. I love that. That's where I'm at today. That's, that's, that's really beautiful, Kate. Well, and I, I really do think that, you know, as we move forward and more of us get vaccinated, like there is going to be a lot of processing, um, emotional processing, grief that we're going to have to kind of go through as a collective. Yeah. Um, and that's very heavy, you know, and like caring mm-hmm. for ourselves individually and as a unit of humans is going to be a really big part of it. Um, you know, like we're not just going to all get vaccinated and run out and be like, we did it. We're done. Like there's going to be a lot of sorrow that comes with that as well as joy. And I'm just kind of, I'm just feeling all of it right now, Dory. <laughs> I do think that some some of the ways some people process their grief, though, is by saying, we did it, we're done. Like, because it's totally. a distraction. You know, totally. it, yeah. it, the, the grief can feel so monumental that it's like you don't even want to start confronting it because like, no. what are you going to find if you start dealing with it? Do you know what I it's mean? Gonna, yes, it's going to be very, it's very painful. Yeah. It's very painful on so many levels. Yeah. <sighs> so. Yeah. Thank you for thank you for bringing that up. Mm, well, you're welcome. That's very nice um, of you to say. How, what have you been reflecting on? Well, you know, I have to tell you, it has been pretty wild to read my one line a day journal. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine every day. But I will say. This is when I'm like, oh, this is why I'm keeping this one line a day journal. Like, yes. I have a chronicle of every single day. And it's just been pretty wild over, over the last few days. Like, like a week or so ago, my entry for last year was, I, it ended with like getting pretty nervous about coronavirus. <laughs> You know, and it's like, whoa. But then also, like, over the last few days last year, Henry was sick with hand, foot, and mouth. I remember. And so a lot of it is, was just, like, dealing with that. And then I got sick. And That's right. That's yeah. right. Oh yeah. So, God. like, the last weekend before lockdown, I was sick. Um, but then I was finally feeling better by the middle of the week and went out to dinner with some of my mom group friends. And I remember one woman didn't come because she was nervous about coronavirus. And we we were all sort of like, is she being paranoid? Like, and the woman who had made, it was like a reservation that was hard to get for like such a large group. And the woman who had made the reservation was like annoyed that this woman just didn't show up. And then, but then we were all, and we were all sort of like, should we be sharing food? Like no one right. really knew what to do. The restaurant was packed. And then, like, we didn't hug each other goodbye because it was sort of like, I guess we're not supposed to do this. But, like, we had just shared food for two <laughs> around hours. Around a table. Yeah. yeah, around a table. Um, I don't know. And then, yeah, I don't. It's just it, it is just wild to think about those last few days. Well, I, I can remember, too, like the first messages we started getting from listeners, um, like specifically a, a woman in New York who had to quarantine and it was they were ahead of where we were in Los Angeles with coronavirus and it just seemed surreal 
like very hard to wrap our my brain around the fact that like this would eventually reach us and now obviously we've you know seen what has happened but I, I can still remember that like where it started to become more and more of a conversation and you and i were like should we i think well, we're gonna have to, and, we have to talk about this and we had been hearing from listeners like in italy yeah who had been hit earlier and much harder yeah. like yeah. earlier so i yeah i don't know it's just wow what just a, a year lot. so been thinking about that um but okay so <laughs> on a somewhat different note uh-huh i had brought up the hummingbird that <laughs> has taken up residence outside of our front door and you were talking about this like very lovely thing that you've experienced you know you see your mom like when you see a hummingbird you think it's your mom and that a lot of people with dead uh -huh. parents kind of think the same thing uh-huh and i was like oh like that's that's really nice <laughs> not four hours later <laughs> i look up the hummingbird was in the house I'm dying. <laughs> the hummingbird had come inside which she has never done before. Never. And, she, you know, she, she, like, she's been around since we moved in. She went away for a while and then she came back, but she was around for a long time. And she's never come in the house, like, ever even seemed interested in coming in the house. Do you think she's a podcast listener? She wears, like, tiny Apple headphones. I don't know. But I was like, what the fuck? It's and crazy. It was crazy. And then I'm sure she was terrified and we couldn't get her out. Was she flying so, around, like humming around your house? She was like, hu she was like humming on like towards the ceiling. Oh, and so I took Bo and Henry outside. We turned off the lights in the house. We were like trying to sort of like draw her out. And then Matt couldn't get her out. She took up. She she went up to the top of a bookshelf and she was just like sitting there. And then it was like getting late, like I had to put Henry to bed. So Henry and I came back in and she was up on the ceiling and Henry got so scared. Oh, God. Yeah. And I was like, he was like, oh, like he he hated the hummingbird in the house. And so I sort of like hustled him into his <laughs> bed. Matt finally got the hummingbird out. But like there was a period, there was like a moment where he was like, I don't know if she like had a heart attack like oh. she seemed really freaked out and then he like got her out but then like a couple hours later she was back on her nest what a and journey I've seen her. it was quite a journey but I, but it was sort of like wait a second especially since you had been like my mom would have really liked you like she would have wanted to talk about <laughs> mysteries with you i know she loved cozy like, mysteries i was like is this kate's mom like uh -huh. coming in to talk about cozy mysteries uh -huh. with me my mom what was like happening? gotta my mom's watching call my agent up in whatever heavenly space she's in and she's like i've got to talk to dory because kate's not watching it it was truly, <laughs> you know, like I, when when things like that happen is when I'm like, are spirits real? You know, like yes. I, I tend to be kind of a skeptic. I waffle between being a skeptic and a believer in all sorts of things. But then stuff like that happens and I'm like, what? Yeah, it was it was just truly eerie because 
as I said, she had never come in the house before. How did she get in? Like one of you was just walking in and she was like, wee. No, I think we had let Bo out. So the front door was open. We just leave the front door open when he's outside because we have a gate. So he he can kind of just roam the yard and then come back in whenever he feels like it. So we like usually leave the door open and it's never been a thing. (laughs) And then all of a sudden it was. Uh, I mean, I love this. I'm although I, whenever an animal gets into your house from the natural world, it's terrifying. Like you, because you don't want to hurt them, and they're scared. You don't know how to get them out. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, I was really nervous that yeah something was going to happen to the hummingbird. (sighs) What a journey you went on there! It was spiritual journey. It was quite quite a journey. So anyway, on that note, yeah, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak, I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just gonna say, like, I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. Once you once you start wearing honey love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, 
but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like, I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I am right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E 
com slash forever 35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash forever 35 all right we have returned with some listeners who had some thoughts about the listener who wrote in about their partner who did not smell good yeah that was a very diplomatic way of putting it dory Oh, thank you. Here's, uh, here's what one listener wrote us. They said, hey, Catendor, I had the exact same problem with my husband. It was really getting to me, and I went into full fix-it control mode. I got him a bunch of new underwear. It worked. And with the not showering, I realized that it was purely because of a lack of routine. Since the pandemic, we've both been working from home like many, with no structured routine in place. So now our daily routine is coffee in bed, his shower time, then we walk the dogs, then it's my shower time, and then work at our home desks. I've discovered he loves showers, but just enjoys relaxing more. So the get-up-and-go routine has made all the difference. I still have to remind him, okay, so you're going to have a quick shower and I'll get the dog's leashes on. And it just reminds him. I highly recommend trying a routine. It still has to be managed by me, but totally worth having the good, clean smells. Okay. Okay. I like this. I, I as, as someone who is married mm. to a partner who needs routine, mm-hmm. I, I really relate to this. How do you feel about the part about the spouse having to manage their partner's routine? Is that just part of marriage or are, is there like a gender construct at play here? I think there is a gender construct at play. On the one hand, I think it's like, yes, this is very gendered and it does often fall to the woman to do the emotional labor to do this. On the other hand, like maybe this is something that is like nice to do for the well-being of the couple. Right. And the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have a great answer. No, I was just curious. I thought that was interesting. And, you know, the person writing in seems to be like down with it. You know, if it was laborious for them, then I would, you know, maybe it would feel different. Yeah. 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 All right. Should we dig into this next email? Yeah, I'll take it away. Hello, partner of a man with body odor issues. Unfortunately, this has become an ongoing issue for us from everything to a super smelly computer chair in the office that I couldn't sit in, very smelly clothes that made it hard for me that make it hard for me to do laundry, and sometimes being hard to even sit next to him. It's been difficult not to feel like I'm his, quote, mom when I tell him to shower. So sometimes I try to make it fun, like we shower together and I purposely get in a couple minutes late or I simply ask him to shower before sex. Luckily, he has fully come to terms with the smell and has recently bought gold men's essentials body powder for his boxers. He also regularly uses Febreze and baking soda on the computer chair. One thing I will add is that my husband is depressed. We've talked about therapy for him, but it's also important to me that I give him some space. It's a hard time for all. Hmm. Indeed it is. Yes. Yeah. Oof. Oof is right. This is a hard one. It is a hard one. Because I believe... In the initial, in our initial conversation about it, my theory was that the 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 letter writer's partner sounded depressed, mm-hmm. and I do think that like mental health issues are often kind of inextricably linked with these questions. Yeah, 
I think so too. I thought that was a really good observation. It hadn't dawned on me. And I will say many people wrote in and, and agreed, Dory. Thank you, everyone. All right. <laughs> Let's hear a voicemail. Hi, Kat and Dora. This is Pam calling. I wanted to respond to the person who called on the recent mini episode regarding smells in the house, and particularly smells from her significant other. I have two recommendations. The first is Emily Nagowski's book. It's really more about intimacy, but when I read it, I learned through some of the exercises that a very common theme for me in my intimate experiences has been, in my good experiences, has been being with somebody that has really great hygiene in that moment. And that really helped me have a conversation with my husband um, about my needs in that area. And then later in the book, there's a whole chapter on smells and uh, sweat and all those different bodily functions that are totally normal. And I just have to say that it really, it really did wonders for me and my perspective on those things. I also wanted to recommend the uh, two Forever 35 subgroups. One is the subgroup on um, marriage and long-term partnership. Uh, that's a, this topic comes up quite frequently in that uh, group. And uh, also the Lowdown, which uh, is a group about um, pelvic floor issues and sexual health. Both of those are Forever 35 spinoffs with truly amazing members and moderation teams. Shout out. So, uh, anyway, love you guys. Love the pod. Thank you so much for the community that uh, you have brought me in my life, and I just really appreciate it. Have a good one. Okay, so I think the book that this listener is recommending is Come As You Are. They cut out like right in that one spot yeah. when they say the title, but I think it's um, Emily Nagoski's book, Come As You Are. And you might recall that Emily was a guest on this podcast. Yes, along with her sister. Yeah. And if you don't recall that, I encourage you to go back and check out that episode. It's really it good. A good. Talk about their episode. book burnout. Yeah. Um, also, I am in both of those Facebook groups and I oh, agree you are? are. I sure am. Uh-oh. I'm in a lot of subgroups. I lurk mostly, but I, I'm, I'm there. I love that there's one about the pelvic floor. Yeah. It's, I would describe it as like a sexual health. Cool subgroup well i got called out in forever 35 cats today (gasps) you did yeah in a loving way but they the list the members were like lol kate said that cats aren't needy and then everyone was like but my cat's needy and i was Ah. like all right cats are needy like and then i i I course corrected within the group i was like of course you're right and then they all everyone was sharing pictures of their cats like literally you know sitting on their computer keyboards cats are needy Anyway, the members of That's the Forever really 35 funny. Cats group has welcomed me with open arms. They understand, you know, or that I'm not... open paws. Oh, my God. Sorry. What? <laughs> That's not even a pun. I know. It's just funny. <laughs> just thinking of, like, these paws coming yeah. in and hugging me. 
Yeah. They have. It's a lovely group. I love seeing everybody's kitties. But, you know, I did get it wrong. So I appreciated the correction. <laughs> um. All right. Well, let's hear another voicemail on this topic. Not of cats, but of Not of cells. Yes. Hey, I just called in and, like, screwed up my voicemail and told y'all to scratch it because I'm coming off a night shift and I'm really fuzzy right now. First, I wanted to say, um, today on the pod, there was a listener who called in about her husband's hygiene and cleanliness um, and just, like, odor and stuff. And I, I really give a resounding yes to Dory's mention that this could very well be a mental health thing. That was the very first thing I thought of when I heard the voicemail. And second, I I would encourage the listener to maybe delve a little deeper with her partner into his, like, cleaning and hygiene, et cetera, habits. Because from my perspective, oh, if you can hear my dogs eating in the background, they say, hello, it's dinner. But from my perspective, I grew up in a very dysfunctional, very abusive, like, chaotic, unsafe, unhealthy household. And so I never learned how to clean. Like, my parents, quite frankly, were hoarders. Um... I never learned how to keep a clean and tidy house. It was just something that's not available to my parents. Um, And I, because I was not safe with them, I never learned how. And I've heard of other, you know, child abuse survivors who never learned personal hygiene kind of stuff from their parents. And so that might be something to kind of guide the listener's conversations with her partner. Because when previous partners have approached me about it in a less delicate way, I've had full-on meltdown because it's such a shameful upsetting thing for me to like I'm looking around my kitchen right now it's absolutely filthy um and I hate having to reflect on that and sit with it second speaking of me leaving a shitty voice because <laughs> I'm coming off the night shift so for context I'm the I'm the med student butt serum listener I'm in my like fourth of five years of med school I'm taking an extra year and I have a lot of extra free time so I took a side job where I'm working a couple nights a week how are we doing our skincare for people who are working night shifts especially when you're not working every night like I might be doing two nights and then two nights off and then like another night and it's kind of sporadic I'm like about to head out for my shift my 7 p.m. shift, it's dark outside, so I feel like I could put on, like, my nighttime serums, my retinol and everything, but I don't know. I don't want to put on my daytime stuff because I'm going to get my nighttime stuff. That stuff's important, too. I'm really confused. I'm sure there's, like, a really cool healthcare person you can call in and give me some advice there, but please, night shift people, help. <laughs> what do I do for my face? All right. Thanks, guys. Whoa. But serum listener is back. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, I thought this was a really interesting point of view that I had not thought of. And I really am grateful that they yeah. called in and shared it. That was really um, Same. important to hear. So thank you for that. In terms of a night shift skincare routine. Yeah. Do you have suggestions? I am not a night shift worker. I, I am, know. Me neither. You know, so... Those listeners who are, I know you're out there. I would love to hear how you do this. Yeah. Do you put on your retinol before you go to work at night? Tell us your secrets. And then I wonder, I mean, I know I'm thinking specifically of like medical professionals, nurses, doctors, etc. They're not like touching their face and then touching patients. But like, would you want to be around people with retinol on your face? I don't know. Like, would you even want to risk it? Right. I don't know. 
I, don't I know. gotta hear. I gotta hear how they handle it though, because you know. Yeah. Uh, or perhaps it's as easy as just keeping your skincare routine super simple and using the same thing morning and night, so you don't really have to worry about switching prods. I mean, there's so much to consider. Truly, there is, sorry, there is. So, <laughs> but we we are not experts in this area. So please, someone educate us. Yes, please educate us, oh wise listeners. Of the night shift. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's take another little break. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears when we get back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we are back with a question that I've actually been thinking about lately. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh la la. All right. Hi, Kat and Dora. Love the pod. I'm writing because I'm a territory manager for about four years and spend a lot of time in my car driving between many locations. Like many of us, due to COVID, I had not seen photos of myself in quite some time until this weekend. In the photos, I noticed the left side of my face, driver's side, is starting to droop slash age more quicker than my right side. And it was very noticeable to me compared to photos pre-COVID. I've still been working out in the field during this pandemic. I do wear sunscreen every day in the summer. I will admit I need to be better during winter, but I'm curious if you have any advice or product recs when only one side slash part of your face slash body is aging faster than the rest. Realistically, I will be in this job role for at least another few years, and I'm only 30 years old. Any advice would be appreciated. I hope you have a great week. Okay, so Dory, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, I have noticed that I have more um, freckle slash age spots on the left side of my face. and The I'm, driver's side. Yes, and, and I am also someone who wears sunscreen religiously, but I have noticed this, and I'm assuming that that is the cause. Um, okay, so I had a couple of thoughts. One is, you said droopy, and I wasn't totally sure what you meant, but... It also made me wonder, are you sleeping on that side? Because I would be curious to hear what happens when you start sleeping on your back, which is hard if you're not a back sleeper, but it sounds like you might be a side sleeper on your left side. Mm-hmm. So and that can cause the face that droop. That can cause the face droop. So it might not be just the car. That was my first thought. My second thought is wear sunscreen in the winter. Wear it all Mm. year round. Mm -hmm. Don't just wear it in the summer. It should be part of your morning skincare routine and you should reapply it throughout the day. Multiple times a day. Especially since you're in the car so much. Um, But don't keep it in the car because it's sensitive to heat. So keep it in your bag and reapply it. Maybe maybe like every time you... Get out of the car and then get back into the car. Maybe when you get back into the car, you're like, okay, reapplying sunscreen. Mm, Maybe that's you can your... also keep a, a powder too. Powder Ooh, sunscreen. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because that I you like could that. keep in the car, pr- presumably. Yes, I like that, Kate. Well, I droop. I have one side. And, and Dory and I are on a video chat right now, and she may have noticed that I've been analyzing my eyebrows because one is like significantly higher than the other. Mm. I, like when I look in pictures, it, I'm Dory. I'm going to show you what it looks like. It looks like this one's like this, and this one is like that. Your your camera is off for me because of oh my god, I just gave so such I a good example. See. Okay, I can't well, see. imagine one eyebrow really low and one eyebrow really high. Like I'm puzzled, and that's what they look like. And I don't know what that is. If my face has always been like that, or if that's just aging. Uh, I don't love it. I'm trying to kind of just accept it. I just want to say that I've never noticed this. Well, well, this is the thing. Like when we're looking, we notice things about ourselves that nobody else sees. Like the droop that this listener might be seeing might not be evident to the the eye of another. Yeah. Uh, I I use my new face device every night. That is an expensive option. Um, it's a microcurrent device, and that is supposed to help with lifting. Um, and I like it, and I think it does make a difference. And I think if you use it consistently it can make a difference. Um, So that is my suggestion with a high price tag. I mean, this also seems like another thing to talk to a dermatologist about. I don't know a lot about like 
fillers and threading and all that stuff. But if that's something you are open to, I feel like a dermatologist could tell you about that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And also we don't know where the, the droop is coming from. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, It -hmm. also could be like a learning to love your droop. The easier said than done choice as always. Yeah. 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 Um, I will say I am someone who did train. I'm a side sleeper who did start sleeping on my back. And now I love falling asleep on my back. So, um, and I did it because I had like one side of my face that was always congested with zits from sleeping on it. So that may help. Mm. But you do have to practice. It's not fun. As for a side sleeper too, who likes to snuggle down. Yeah, it's not fun. And I had to train myself to not sleep on my back when I was pregnant. And then, (laughs) you know, then it's like, oh, wait, I should be. I should be sleeping on my back. So gotta go back to the back. Gotta go back to the back. So anyway, if anyone has tips, you know we're here for them. We want to hear them. Yep. All right. Uh, last before we wrap things up here, someone texted us and said, "Kate, which laptop stand, keyboard, trackpad are you using? Trying to improve my work from home setup." All right. So here it is. All right. So listener who asked this, I want you to go to our website because I will have everything will be put, not Sam, our project manager, our hero will put all everything into the episode post. Okay. So it'll all be there. I use a leather desk pad and I I also have linked to everything. Most of these links are Amazon links just out of pure convenience. I'm sure you can find them elsewhere if you are not an Amazon shopper. This listener specifically asked about my stand And I can tell you it is called Rain Design iLevel 2 Adjustable Height Laptop Stand. Cost me $50. It's great. I love it. Um, My keyboard and my trackpad are both from a little company called Apple. Heard of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Familiar. Uh, And then I also have attached to my keyboard, I think it's like the magic keyboard because I use a laptop. So the magic keyboard and whatever the little trackpad thingy is. But then on my keyboard, I have a keyboard stand and that is attached to the bottom of the keyboard. So it's like a little riser. It's called a flip ESC flip computer keyboard and laptop stand. So you can raise it or lower it. And that has, look, I've, I've, I do a lot of writing professionally and I have not had any wrist issues in a very long time. So I highly recommend a proper setup. Additionally, I, you know, I sit on my purple seat cushion. Um, I've got noise canceling headphones. I've got some USB plug recommendations, a hard drive recommendation. I put it all in. I put it all in so you can find, you know, everything that I use to work from home. The noise canceling headphones are key with my loud husband in the room next door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's my list. Thank you. You're welcome. It helps my back. A good, good ergonomic setup helps your back care, baby. That is true, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, we're here at the end. We are. I, po- I posed a question, which was, you know, as I was amusing about my coronavirus year anniversary quarantine thinking i just was curious what is bringing people hope right now Mm. and i was trying to reflect on that as i was feeling sad as well like what's bringing me what is making me feel hopeful what is making you feel hopeful 
Um, my dad getting vaccinated made me feel really hopeful. Every time I see a friend get vaccinated or someone I know, I mean, someone I don't know, anytime anyone is vaccinated, I get emotional. Um, I think that the work you're doing and a lot of friends in our community are doing to help people get vaccinated here in Los Angeles makes me feel hopeful. This new CDC guidelines that came out today that said vaccinated people could hang out with each other made me feel hopeful. Mm. What else makes me feel hopeful? Maybe that's it. I don't know. You know what else makes me feel hopeful? Like for me right now here in Los Angeles, it's spring. The The fragrant flowers are blooming. My backyard smells like orange blossom. That just gives me like a lift. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. There's like a bit of like the changing of the seasons going on that kind of brings me hope. Yep. So I don't know. What's what 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 brings you hope right now? That's what I want to know. Reflect um, on it. Yeah. Do you I have mean, one? Do you have a thing? Like Do I have a thing that that is that I'm hopeful about? Or, or that brings you hope wait, right what? now? <laughs> you <laughs> think that brings me hope right now? <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it does feel like, even though it's the year anniversary, it does feel like we're seeing the end of the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. The beginning of the end-ish pending yeah. variants. Yeah. So that, that, that gives me hope. Yeah. Well, you know what gives me hope? <sighs> Getting to what? record this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> does. Brightens my spirits. I love hearing from people. It's really nice. I mean, same. Hmm. All right. Well, well, listen, everyone, we will talk to you again soon. It's been a pleasure. Always. Bye. Bye.